0: Alright, alright, alright. Why did you do that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> okay, so how
1: how how am I gonna start this? Okay, okay,
0: alright. I all probably right. shouldn't
2: be eating more. <laughs> you're recording shit. Open my
1: <laughs> Off off to a good start. Uh, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Guess Who Was Diagnosed With ADHD. Nope, that's not how we're gonna do it. How did I say it?
0: Who has ADHD? Guess who? Yes. Short, sweet, to the point.
1: Yeah. Short, sweet, to the point. Uh, welcome back to Guess Who Has ADHD. Or,
0: wait, Um, or be like, who do you think has ADHD?
1: I think I like the guest who has ADHD. Um, welcome back to Guess Who's Diagnosed and Undiagnosed ADHD Edition. I am your host, uh, Cookie's Baby Bird, more commonly known as Kendall on uh, in real life, whatever the fuck. Cookie's Baby Bird is my TikTok. You can follow that. I really don't care. Anyways, I am joined here with my lovely co-host...
0: Oh, pop and <laughs> Caught me off car.
1: <laughs> this is my lovely co- co-host Pan, um, and this is our first ever episode. Um, this this is just kind of I wouldn't say it's a throwaway episode. Um, it's more of like get to know us better for those that have um are are listening, um. And you and you follow my TikTok and you know who I am, you will know that this is my lovely admin. Um th- th- you you still kind of are my admin and respond to people on oh, TikTok. Yeah. Like, just not as often. There
2: are some times where if it seems like you're getting talk crazy too, it's because it's me talking. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't give zero shit about your feelings. So oh, and also <laughs> Public service announcement: There is a lot of cursing in this. I'm not going to filter myself.
0: Neither is Kendall.
1: So, you know, you know, I was, I was thinking of, of, of this um, is like a disclaimer. Going back and editing and, and editing all the all the f bombs out, but then I realized that's too much time, and I'm way too fucking lazy. So, disclaimer. Um, so full on disclaimer. just this- well. A full full blown disclaimer. I I really don't care. Also, the amount of times I say fuck, um, is insane. I I remember you telling me that you when you got bored you would count the amount of times yeah. I would say yeah, fuck.
0: It'd
2: be funny just counting. Like I wouldn't even say anything. I'm <laughs> like, oh, they said it again.
0: There, there, we, there go. we go. There That's there no. we go.
2: <laughs> and it, it increased
0: as you got more passionate or more pissed off. That's what made it funny.
1: So so d- full blown disclaimer, um as as you mentioned, that's that's gonna happen because we do have some hot topics um that we we are going to discuss about, but this is just an introduction. I did say in my one TikTok that there there's going to be uh, you guys let us know when we get off topic. Um, this 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 video. Why did I say video? What the fuck? See, this is why this is why I can't do this shit. Like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> Already thinking filming TikTok, Busty. Not right now.
1: We're no, we're not doing, no, we're not TikTok. doing TikTok in, in this in this podcast. Um, we we want you guys to 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 guess who is diagnosed and who's not. I mean, we don't want. I mean, okay, you can. It's not like I'm holding a fucking gun to your head and be like, "Yes, like no." Um, and it's just a little audience participation. Like, who who is diagnosed? Who's not diagnosed? Um. Also, when we get off topic, you can full blown tell oh, us. Oh yeah, because we'll off the, off back, the back of our minds. We'll, we'll know. know. We'll know. And then just.
2: We'll be right. left because we got into a story, and then there's a story within the story, and then next you know we're talking about Jesus, and then next you know after that we're talking
0: about how Kendall is a furry, but we're not going to talk about that today. We're gonna we're gonna backtrack. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Yeah. I do. I... Yes. I. I. Yeah. This yeah. is how you know I'm fat. I want a cookie, so that's why I'm knocking at the door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, you know what? I'm not gonna start on that argument because they're, they're okay. They're okay. We gotta set, we gotta set some, we gotta you set some things. You are not about, to about
2: my timeline on Twitter, okay? I refuse.
1: no, no, no. We're not, no, no, we're not gonna there. talk. We're not gonna. We're not gonna talk about. We're not gonna talk about the timeline. We're just gonna talk about some, some hot, some, some hot topics within our friendship that we cannot talk about without getting into a full blown yeah. argument. Because th- this, this, this is introductions. This is, this is, this is a full blown. Uh, this, this is, this is more of an introduction.
0: know, I just know that very fast. Is that Jay? No, no, it's Mama.
2: Oh, it's Mama. Hi, Mama. Can you hi? Our podcast. Remember, I told you, Kendu and I were making a podcast. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Why are you saying it like this? You a sweet. We don't know yet. We have a lot of topics. I
0: probably.
1: Don't. We have we have a lot of topics. So we have like ten. We have ten episodes so far that we're that we're <laughs> planning on doing. Hey, bud. But it's 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 gonna get longer as as time goes by, huh? and honestly, I
0: nope, I'm out of the I'm out of the there practice. Goes there goes Bentley. I heard Bentley mm-hmm. back in. I am now. Mm. So I'm sorry for the background noise. I it's live fine. with
1: three dogs. I <laughs> move. I, so as I, <laughs> I swear to God, all three of you better move out my way. He doesn't want to play with you. I see. I'm telling you, right? he doesn't want to play with you. What? Panda girl owns some BS. <laughs> they always be on some BS. I don't know what the hell you talking about. Um.
0: Where, oh, yeah. So,
1: hot topics within our friendship that we cannot talk about or we will get into a full-blown like argument. Like, um, I don't understand why you don't understand if you turn into contract. Oh. First of all, I wasn't even going to bring up the contract until later on because we're going to go on a full-on fucking gonna tangent. Of that's
2: going to be our next <laughs> episode. We're going to start on the contract
0: because that's where it all began. Why? Where do
1: I begin? Okay. <laughs> so, for 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 those that, like I said, you're coming from my TikTok. You know who I am. You've you've met Pan, um, briefly. Every 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 once in a while. Um, not a you don't you don't know her as as much as I do. Um, and so. This is this this episode is just to like introduce you a little bit into her, into her personality, into our friendship. We've been friends since 2019. Um, like we're longer. not gonna go, <laughs> yeah, I know, and we're not gonna go into the details because, uh, if mama's listening, yep, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, because listen,
2: we're not going into the details of that at all. All right, you're gonna no, stick
0: to
2: the story. No,
0: we're not, going stick into it. Details of that. We're gonna, yep. That's yep. how we met. All right. Yep. That's, that's how we met. That's all y'all know. That's how we met. That's how we met.
1: 2019. That's how we met. Um, because Mama knows the whole story, and that's it. Uh, anyways, so we met 2019. Started talking. Uh, became real good friends. Uh, bonded over our love for BTS. Yes. Um, and yes. bonded through how similar we are. Um in terms of like like we instantly clicked. Um there 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 was that connection, there was that um friend soulmate connection because I'm an air sign. Well my son's an air sign and your son is a fire sign and we know how those two fuck with each other. <laughs> um and so instant instant click, instant that, um, and it's already 2022. It's been like five years. So it really, really, it hasn't. Um, and through that, we have gone through a lot together. We have seen a lot together. We've basically, I'm your second sister. I've stolen Listen, your mom.
2: my whole family
1: claims. Um, this. I will full heartedly admit this. I have stolen your mom. <laughs> Finally.
2: Listen, you know how long I've been waiting for this bitch to fucking admit this shit? No, because. I kid you not. My mother, my grandparent. How's Kendall doing today, Cece? Are you doing today, Cece? <laughs> the f- By the way, my nickname is Cece. That's all you're gonna know. Anyways. Yep. Every every time. What's Kendall doing? How's my other daughter doing? Have you talked to my other daughter <laughs> today? Have you talked to Kendall <laughs> today, Cece?
1: Yeah, like like literally. Grandma saw one picture of me, and she instantly. My grandma in doesn't love. even. Eat- Kendall and Carson.
2: I met Kendall in person in 2020. Literally. Took yep. yep. a picture with Kendall. Yep. Literally. Yep. Stole, the picture, stole that picture to my grandmother. Literally, yep.
0: literally,
2: grandma, my, literally after that my grandmother was like, how's your friend doing? The one you went to Chicago with. You know, How, how's your friend doing? I'm like, absolutely. 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 Like, like, they met Kendall for the first time when Kendall came to visit me.
1: In my home state. Yep. Yep. When I came in June, and we went to Six Flags, and I met my friend of seven years.
0: <laughs> like, then <we> met Kendall <laughs> for the first time then. Literally.
1: Yep. And and I had already I had already stole Grandma. I already stole Grandpa. Um, so they were already asking about Kendall. Like, oh, when's your
2: friend coming? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like mm-hmm. literally, they're like, your friend should move here. Like, like you should move in with your friend. They've been trying to get me and Kendall to move in with each other for majority for the longest time, literally
1: for the longest time. And 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 they and and we were originally planning on going to Korea. They bullied bullied me into waiting.
2: Twenty twenty, I was gonna go to South Korea, but of course, you know, the damn panini happened, and like, well, no. We're gonna backtrack. Twenty twenty, I was gonna go to BTS's world tour in Chicago. I was yep. The two I of was us excited were excited for that shit. I was ready for that shit. Mm-hmm. It was going, it was going down. Then, of course, the Panini no. happened. I was the Panini happened. Hit. You wanna understand how pissed mm-hmm. I was
1: because we had floor yep. seats. we had
0: floor Oh yeah. Seats
1: Central State for Bitch. Food. That shit that shit was so anxiety reduced inducing. I was like, like in between classes. I w- no, perfect, I was taking a break from the research I was doing. Like, I was doing research and like I told
0: them Yeah, I and I I left and-
1: I left my paint I left my painting class early so I could buy fucking tickets. You I told I- the full-blown oh, lie to my fucking professor. So my I was mentor. like, I have an appointment at this time. I gotta leave. I, I literally, like, got in my car and fucking went back to my I told apartment. I my mentor, I was going just to Just so I can me. buy these
0: tickets.
2: I told, I literally, I told him, because <laughs> his building was literally right across from where I was. I was right there in the, stu- it was like, a little student center on the phone with Kendall. Right. Literally, we're both on Ticketmaster. I'm like, oh fuck, like, I hope mm-hmm. we get these damn seats. I hope we get this shit. And then, like, and we got, got them. them. <laughs> I was so happy. It, we had some good seats. Like, it was further mm-hmm. up, further up from the stage. It was like right, but it was right behind the gold and silver.
1: Yep, it, we were we were was, uh, uh, kick- two rows behind. We were two roll- rows behind gold because we mm. had silver.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: no, think, we didn't have silver. Yeah, we had. We silver. didn't have silver. Oh no, 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 we didn't because because that shit was expensive. Because it was like three hundred. I think it was like three hundred and ten dollars for yeah. each ticket. so
2: like we were like the seats behind the like barricade and gold and silver packet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were we were and, and not only that, but we were like dead fucking center. We were at the end of the seven. Mm-hmm. If if any armies are listening, um, the stage how it was set up was it was set up as a seven, mm-hmm. and so we were we were at dead center in Soldier Field, uh, it, by the seven, and yep in Soldier Field, um, and we we got good ass tickets, and then the fucking panini happened, and, and we were like we were pissed because we like
2: devastated because I had to cancel hotels. I had we were sitting here, we were holding on to these tickets, like okay, this thing is not gonna last that long, we're gonna get shit together, but then no, like, yep, no.
1: But then, like, and then the fucking bullshit of whatever the fuck happened when we held on to those tickets, don't get me started on that, and the fucking that was so stupid, that was was so stupid, it was so stupid because they gave us like a fucking code. And we held on to these tickets for two what? 2 years, bitch. almost a two. year, two two years. And we just got a in the beginning of the year, didn't we? Or like the end of last year. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and and then they gave us this fucking code for what was it? Map of the Soul, what, whatever Soul the fuck one, it was. It was like I saw it too late. <laughs> was it No, wasn't it um No, it's it's a it was It was uh it was yeah, it, it was PTD in Los Angeles, and it's
2: like man, I just, like I couldn't get off work. I like I had already taken off days of work for that concert and everything.
1: And I was, I was, I was broke as fuck, so I wasn't gonna get the fucking LA shit. So I was like, like I, nah. was, I, I was, I
2: was saving up for my nah. trip to Korea. And then, um, but anyway, yeah. we, um, anyway, so that happened, and then we decided to finally meet in June, like from twenty. 20- yep. 2019 to June 2020, we had just been like talking back and forth on phone calls damn near every day, yeah, FaceTiming every now and then, yeah. And then we decided we were just gonna fully meet, yep. so we met in Chicago. Ironically enough, my souls are feels
1: yeah, yeah, that was a fucking trip. Jesus. I didn't know, but no, like, I was, I was still very. Very mad at you because you fucking hold on. Did I cut
2: out a little bit? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because my my computer is being weird. Um, no, because okay, any kind. Okay, I'm was mad because I went the day before you came down, and you bought the hotel. Fucking I you! You reserved the hotel. At the, literally by Soldier Field. I didn't know. And you were like, it, "It was the cheap. It was the cheapest one." I didn't know. I used
2: Hotels.com. That shit said eighty four dollars a <laughs> night. I said, "Oh, that's a bet, dang game." And so I booked that shit. with with the day before. candle with that Friday, and then yep. I came down that Saturday.
1: And Kendall was like, "I, I should be trash." You came, you came down high as fuck. I was not high That's Not high, bitch. Fuck you. you I was not. You took you. Yes, you were, cause you came out of the car and you said oh, to yeah, me, wait. "I smoked a little bit." Oh yeah, wait. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, because Mama and Big Head drove oh, Roxanne. Yeah, we were puffing this shit up his that too. In the fu- in the fucking car, Outboxing. and then Mama met me. Mama met me when y'all were dropping me off at the train mm-hmm. station. Like, oh, Kendall's such a sweetheart. I said, "The fuck you said, bitch? What?
0: What?" i like, oh, Kendall's so sweet. I was sitting there, I'm like,
2: after <clears> that, I felt like I was high again because, like, I know the fuck. And to this day, they still. Kendall's such a nice person. That's, that's, the funny, a
1: that's the funny thing because
0: Kendall's so sweet. I'm like, Kendall I'm crazy.
1: Crazy. I, I mask. I mask very, very well. well. Mask very well. Very, very well. God. Very well. Very well. But I'm also a fucking dumbass at the same yeah, time. Too. So like I'm, tell- I'm, tell- I'm telling you, you need to tell mama the truth okay, because totally.
2: Listen. speak because, of my mother. My and mother. You
1: can't you can't. You can't, you can't tell Mama where we upload this because your dumbass no. just completely and utterly don't forgot the lie. You forgot the lie. For fuck's
2: sake! No, you listen. My mother does not believe in meeting online for the first. Okay, she
0: did it the time.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's when me and Kendall Yep.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why you don't tell me lies because this, I, bitch, lie. I
2: can do not. <laughs> I told this bitch, okay, say we met here doing this thing, okay? Say we met here and doing oh,
0: this thing. Lie.
2: That's all Kendall had to do. Kendall's bitch ass decided to come knowing I had to work that weekend.
1: I didn't think she, I didn't think she was gonna ask me. And anything. what do you Still know gone. what happens right when I'm gone? God, you meet me. listen I was I was I was watching cells at work so I was kind of caught off guard <laughs>
2: Like I'm, I'm, and then Kendall's like yeah
0: like your mom asked like how we met and I just knew from the look on Kendall's face
2: mm-hmm. Kendall was on some dumb shit
1: yep and then and then because we were that that year that the panini started we were planning on saving up and going to korea last mm-hmm. year um like
2: i had started a then, new job just so i could save up to go to the panini last year
1: i just realized yep, how and many- and we oh boy we but it was it was it was oh, no, right after we knew that the concert wasn't going to happen yeah. and right after we met each other we decided to then save up for korea and mm-hmm. then the beginning of twenty twenty one last year, I think it was. Yeah. May- yep, I think it was like February or March. Or yeah, because I started my. I, I started was like, my job. Yeah, I can't I do started it. Started my job. Well, no matter of fact. Yeah, matter of
2: fact, it was like the end of twenty twenty. We were still working things out, trying to go and everything like that. Yep. Because I was really gonna go in twenty twenty, but then like, I decided not to, and I started. To, yeah,
0: you well, decided no. to I, I
2: decided because I was bullied. They were like we. Right yeah, goal.
1: yeah, I you were bullied. bullied yeah, you were. You were bullied. bullied.
2: Like, no, you so, shouldn't go alone. Wait for grandma your and mama. Like, you have a lot of like you. medical problems. Like with your medical problem,
0: you can't go. Like, you gotta, you gotta go with someone.
1: Um, so, Full full blown full blown they full were expecting blown. your narcolepsy to come yes. in and you and you would pass out on the street like that fucking in that like fucking, fucking um what was it? Fucking jingle falling, falling down in that fucking or, music or the, video. No, like, full like, full video. Full blown. Like, well, that's they what, really that, that's thought that shit was gonna happen. Dead ass.
2: And I'm still <laughs> trying to explain to them. It's not how it works. <laughs> But like Anyway, so I got believed in 2020 to wait till 2021. So I was like, all right, 2021. And so then Kendall told me at the beginning of 2021 that they couldn't come. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Fuck it, yeah. I'm still going. Shit, gang gang. I kid you not. When I gang, said gang. that Kendall wasn't going to look on everybody's face, my mom was like, are you sure you still want to yeah. go? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because, like, originally my plan was, I was going to go the entire month spend- and I was going to go to multiple cities within that month using the train system. Yep. But of course, if Kendall wasn't there, I was like, okay, so I know me on transportation because of my narcolepsy. I'm going to just stay in Seoul. I'm going to stay in Seoul, explore mm-hmm. Seoul for the month, have a fun few days doing certain different things, etc., etc., etc.
1: And then this whole fucking war with re- Ukraine. Oh my god!
2: When fucking shit started at the beginning of this year, I said, "Are you fucking with me right now?" Like that was the first thing I was yep. like, "Are you fucking with me right now?"
1: Dead ass. And now, and now, and and now, you have all this money I that you've saved up. up which so is I'm, I'm busting my brilliant. ass working two jobs, saving up all this money, and now I had two
2: fucking that. Code switch and go to a different place.
1: Yep. And so now you're probably gonna travel. You're you're still planning on traveling with yeah. Jay somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's that's kind okay, of getting
2: his passport. Because I was like, fuck it. Me and him can go to Canada. I still want my international stamp, bitch. I
1: fucking this. go go to Canada and and fuck shit up and smoke a bunch of weed because that shit's legal there. But like. Uh, Jalen
2: don't know how to
1: roll up, so like I can't do that. We just have to buy some edibles. Why can't you? Uh, why can't you get the one thing that uh Big Head has that like you just put it oh, in and it rolls itself? Roller? I
0: could do
1: that. I could do that. So, like, yeah, you
2: could do that. Listen, I'm not a pop head <laughs> or, I just realized how they sounds. Or don't smoke or, at all.
1: or you could buy uh um roll ups like pre roll ups. Listen, I don't
2: smoke that often for anybody listening, okay?
1: I, I know how it sounds. I don't smoke that often. Just in stressful situations. Uh, see, I had see, I had okay, so so that that, that was kind of the introduction to, to that shit course. for me on the other hand. Of our friendship. Crash course. Me on the other hand, I uh was living with my parents. And 2019 well living with my grandparents in 2019 I'll um, starting tiktok starting all this. shit and then you're, you're you, you came into my life i swear to god you came <laughs> you, can, you came you came into my life decided to fuck shit up uh and th- that like th- not that that's not me being like oh like you came in for people that are listening. that's not me being like, she came no, in. No, I was a positive influence. Like, Fuck all they shit up. like, no. Yeah. Very, 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 very positive influence in my life. And I, uh, cut my family off, started therapy, started really working on myself. Uh, got myself into a shit ton of debt, but we don't <laughs> talk about that. You're working um, on it. You're working on it. I'm working on it. Um, and I have a dog she's fucking amazing um spoiled little shit she literally it, is it, laying on my body leave right my now. baby full-blown laying laying on my, my body
2: alone okay she was minding her business <laughs> and you
1: ain't need to pull her in full-blown full-blown laying on my leave fucking my body but um and so uh I got my own apartment all this other shit. Um. So a lot of a lot of it had to do with like, yeah, working on myself, working on a lot of stuff. Also working on my spending habits because I I I I I haven't I you know what you probably already put the the dots together, but th- I have been spending so much money on obey me lately that like I have to like dial AKA back on how much I play the game. Spend
2: a large amount of time being horny on Maine. Okay very
1: horny okay for first no of all, i i horny opened, i me. opened obey me up i opened obey up obey me up um for the first time in like a couple of days and i was met by my husband
2: listen all um, i'm saying is that listen for those listening kendall would willingly sell me no, okay. would willingly sell that's, me. That's
1: that's another that's a for, to that's, feed that's, a, that's, a, that's another to feed that, their that, addiction. Kendall
2: would willingly sell me.
1: That's that's that is Willing. another hot topic. We're, not, uh, okay. we're gonna
2: get on that so, but just know. That's how addicted Kendall is to being horny <laughs> on Maine. They would willingly sell me for that game.
1: I I willingly. okay. So that 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 is another hot topic uh that and uh that I'm a furry oh yeah definitely um we just got into that revelation not too long
2: ago ago. Kendall just admitted that not too long but it's
1: okay I you know I I am okay with the fact that my artist persona uh has ears and a tail because that's how I always used to draw myself when I was younger wanting to have ears and a tail especially like those like really fluffy tails that like you see that people like clip onto their shit like a I, I, I was value always value fascinated value. by those Um, and, and like furries like people who wear fursuits are literally the fucking like nicest people on this planet earth so that's why uh, I'm trying I to convince you to go to a convention but no Listen, there was a convention. There was a convention in Texas that kept popping up. Speaking of, I have, I have somehow ended up on furry TikTok, and I'm okay with
2: somehow.
1: That. <laughs> but you like furry content. <laughs> First of all, it start it started off with seeing this convention at in Texas, and then it kind of grew into people teaching other people how to make fursuits and i just continued to watch it and i was like this is like very interesting um and then it's and then more fursonas started popping up and i was like y'all this community is so sweet like these people are so sweet um and so i i really don't care if i lose followers after they've after they've they've learned this shit i really don't (laughs) care um
0: what else uh and
1: and so I don't know where I was going with this oh yeah hot topic um this is this is why this is going to be fun for me going back and editing this this is really going to be fun for me um and and so (laughs) then now I'm just kind of like you know saving up to do cool things um I'm saving I'm planning on a vacation in Florida in uh December and saving up a lot of PTO time um to spend with my dog down in Florida saving up for my to decorate my own apartment um and saving up to to do just a lot of cool things and I wanted to start well this podcast really wanted to just we we've been talking about it since 2020 Because I had brought up, um, just in a random phone call one day, like, we should do a podcast. And then I I made a a video of it on TikTok. um, And some people were interested. And um, it just, like, never came into fruition. And and then um, I got the mic and tested it. And tested to see if people were still interested. I really don't know where I'm going to upload this. I might on Spotify, might on Honestly, Twitch. I feel like Spotify will block us. They're like,
2: ah, no, your bitches are too vulgar. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a family, yeah,
1: it's just just family friendly. Yeah, absolutely not. Family
2: friendly. Absolutely fucking not.
1: <laughs> absolutely fucking. So, yeah, I think I might do it on Twitch. Because um, I know Twitch Honestly,
2: is. Honestly, try all, all your bases. Cover all your bases. Like, shit, try
1: it. Twitch, YouTube. Spotify. Yeah, Because okay. I know Twitch is for like, yeah, SoundCloud <laughs> shit. I'm not going to become one of those SoundCloud, SoundCloud rappers.
2: rappers. Bessie, listen, we're already podcasters. Jesus. We're one step away from being SoundCloud we're, rappers. We're
1: already, we're already there. We're already podcasters.
2: Listen, a uh, in the door. Jesus listen. Right. Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about how men ain't shit because, you know, the male podcast Because men ain't we know shit. that, Bessie, but men ain't Bestie, shit. We know that. But like, <sighs> listen, we got to talk about. Just how much men ain't
1: shit, many of shit.
2: course, of course. Oh, that's those podcasters. You
1: know? <laughs> those ones with their, <laughs> their ones
2: with their doodle stain fucking opinion. Oh we my gotta God. go there, Bestie. We don't, we don't go deep into it.
1: We 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 all the all the hot topics that we that we have created on um a google doc we will get to sooner or later um and so yeah that's kind of like a crash i i don't know it's kind of like a crash course of our friendship and of the shit that we wanted and 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 who we are and all this other stuff and i mean we there there's still a lot to learn like eventually there, wait is you this, all realize is this broken
2: <laughs> eventually you all will realize that i am crazy as shit and like there will be random times where i'm not fully paying attention
1: we've been new <laughs> we've been up. new you literally blo- literally 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 she will be on tiktok no joke and it it it, it usually happens when i call and i say i just want to vent Listen. um because in those in those in those instances i'm not looking for for somebody to give me advice because she she the thing the thing about the two of us is she's a college dropout. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm I, going back to 2023. Fuck you. Uh-huh. January
2: Beth. Uh-huh. January. Fuck you. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Um but she was majoring in psychology. I was majoring in studio arts and I minored in psychology. So what she will full-blown go into is dissecting the problem in a psychological aspect, while being very fucking blunt about it. Um, and so, when that happens, I and and since we've known each other since 2019, I've picked up on it. And I I will literally tell her, do not psychoanalyze me right now. I just need a fucking place to vent. And so, when that happens, she will, I will check out. A, fall asleep. B, uh, pull up TikTok so that she doesn't fall asleep because, remember, she's a narcoleptic bitch. Um, And and watch TikToks and go silent for a long yeah. time. And I will just have that space to vent, which is wonderful and I like it. And I do the same thing, except I don't fall asleep. Uh, I, I watch TikToks and I let her vent. And then... It it's 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 just giving it's it's just giving that that healthy space that we both need. And then when, and I'm not good at communicating that I just need to vent. There there will be times where I will come in in the middle of venting where she's already starting to psychoanalyze. For instance, a good a good uh, a good uh, what you call. A good example of this, oh, is when I was venting to you about fucking Trevor. Oh
2: yeah, the, you mean the fucking donkey we started on him, the drug dealer.
1: Who? <laughs> Remember to put legal oh, by it. <laughs> excuse me, legal drug dealer.
2: He's not really one, but listen, okay, aspirations, aspirations, the legal drug dealer.
0: Aspirations. Um, and I so heard. I was venting about how. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I I think I've said it on TikTok. If I have, I really I'm legally can we because can we legally say it's not like we're saying his last name. That is true.
2: They don't know where he stays at, where he lives. Like, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. (laughs) And I mean, I mean, in the in the hundredth Fucking bajillion fucking chance that he finds this podcast. Hi, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I haven't talked to you in a long oh time. Oh my goodness. I hope you got your skull fucked. Um, by a raccoon. So. Hey, don't insult the raccoons
0: like that. That's so wrong of you. They're sweethearts. Okay. <laughs> Leave the raccoons out of it. <laughs> Okay, whatever your beef with the legal drug dealer is, leave the raccoons out of it. I (laughs) don't approve. Alright.
1: Oh, anyways. Oh, man, he probably has my phone blocked. It's okay. I don't have his phone blocked. I don't know why. I've been telling your
2: dumbass to do that for the longest time. But no, I can't do that. I can't block them, Cece. It's mean to block them. Fuck them holes.
1: Listen, I'm getting better with that on TikTok. I, I'm, I'm getting a lot better with that on TikTok. I'm blocking motherfuckers on TikTok because these damn fucking kids piss me off. Like, dude. Okay, boomers, And you like me like a boomer. <laughs> and then the fuck is i do because these fucking kids think That's that like they're from the state. oh you're blocking me which means which means you know you're in the wrong no i'm blocking you so that i don't fucking get in trouble both with know we are both older gen No, <laughs> it's absolutely we're talking yeah. about the younger half of gen z the younger half of gen z like these fucking these fucking kids like we'll we'll be like, oh, like turn on your comments. Like your 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 comments are turned off because you know that you're in the wrong. You no, I'm turned off my fucking comments because I don't want to continue to engage you fucking bitches. And three, I said what I said and I meant what I said. I'm tired of repeating myself over and over and over again because your dumb asses wanna fucking argue to argue. You don't wanna fucking listen. Like they literally think I'm trolling and shit. No, I'm not trolling. I literally, our. Fu- I mean, I said troll. Our fucking minds. Listen, like, well, like, our fu- like. You know my mind. Like, I like, like, like the like, people, we- so like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I know you don't give a damn. That's why I turned off the comments too, because I knew when your dumbass would get up, you would go into the comments to argue with people.
0: Listen, okay. Just listen. I would
1: do it because, like, no, you want to get pissed off? Okay, I'll piss you off. Yeah. right. And like, and like, and and like, <coughs> there there are times where, like, like I said, like my most recent video, I talked about, and we we talked about this in depth a couple of days ago, um, on how, like, in the video, I literally just said the argument for simping for these minor characters are coming up again. And it's a stupid fucking argument and it's full of hypocrisy to begin with because these fucking minors are gatekeeping. And I fully, it's like you guys, I understand where the argument is. I get it. It's really creepy for a 30 year old to be liking like younger characters. Like, not e- like, in fiction, in reality, that's creepy. With that, That's creepy, pedophilic. That's, that's creepy within itself. However, the thing is, is it's fiction. And, and
2: it also depends, like, for me, it depends on what year the anime was made. Because, exactly. like, like I said, me and your older Gen Z, there are some fucking older animes that me and you absolutely love. And it's like we mm-hmm. grew up with those characters, and while exactly. in fiction those characters are still their same whatever age that they were when we first watched them. Me and you are now in our early twenties, right? And so right. it's like, of course, well, yes, we still love the animes wholeheartedly, but we would also love to see our favorite anime characters in adult situations like us. It's more like exactly,
1: I, which I is-, what I- is
2: I don't think a lot of. I don't think a lot of, like, the younger anime crowd doesn't realize that it's, like... It's not so... I think they're focusing too much on the NSFW part, and that's only, like, one small part of it. Like, majority right. of the time, older adult anime fans just want to see the, ca- the characters that they grow up with, or in the sense of animes that they like watching currently. Because... Yes, anime right. is marketed towards a like, younger audience m- majority of the time. Even though like, right. there's some really deep topics in it.
0: And so right. like,
2: most of the time, a lot of adults just want to see those characters in a more relatable stance. And, Absolutely. and I, think that, I think that's where a lot of the disconnect comes. Because they focus on the NSFW part of it. And it's like, like I said, that's just one part of it because of the fact that, of course, you know, in a sense, adults have sex. We know that. Shit. Like, it's going to happen eventually, unless you are asexual. That's Like, it's a part of life. It's a part of adult life. And so there are artists who draw NSFW. And more often than not, that's just their outlet of expressing themselves. They're not thinking. Oh, right. I definitely want to do this to this fifteen-year-old. Like, no, they're not thinking of it as a fifteen-year-old. They one aged up a character because they want that character to be the same age as them and their OC. And right. therefore, it's just a depiction of art. Like people don't realize a lot of art, especially old school art,
1: babe. You're breaking oh, up.
2: Boy, shit. Okay. I, the I, a lot of old school art is very sexual. Like there is a lot, of, right? There's a, but there's also a lot of deeper meaning to it, and art is meaningful to the artist. Right. But like like right. I said, majority of the time these ca- these artists are drawing these in the sense of adult situations that, of course, as adults they go through or don't go through and they want to live vicariously through
1: right. the character and their OC. Right. And 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 the thing is 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 it's like the the one uh post that I sent you is like a lot of these kids will just what they see is they just they just see the character. They just see the character as oh, this is the character. They they're the character is going to for always be a minor. The character is always going to be this age, and it doesn't matter if you age it up or not because it's still the minor. And my my thing is 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 it's like I I I get so heavily passionate about this not only because I am a not safe for work artist, but it's like I and also shit that has happened in in the past that I y'all don't have no business fucking knowing. Um, but, like, it, it's, like, these characters, as, as is, are put, not only put into adult situations that no fucking teenager, w- for instance, like, a lot of shou- shoujin, um, however you say that, um, a lot of these characters are put into adult situations. They have to save the world. They have to, um, find a cure to a disease, uh, popular popular fucking topic of debate is my hero academia as i'm literally staring at my figurines sitting in front of me um like these cl- class a literally have been put into adult situations more than once they are they are experiencing traumas that no fucking teenager should be experiencing to begin with um they shouldn't be having to have the weight of society on their shoulders. And that and and that's not a justification for the truly horrible and disgusting sh- like C P and actual Oh yeah. Exactly. Disgusting exactly. Listen, that is, you don't want to hear that is created. Don't,
2: they don't want to hear my opinions on people that watch, partake in or do like perpetuate CP. Like, quite frankly, it's a very vulgar thing. And I'm pretty sure it would get us banned. So no, I can't talk about that.
0: Right.
1: Um, right. And, and, and it's like, it's like, and and the thing is, is it's like, my argument that I had made on my TikTok was, it's like, you cannot be harassing these people for literally creating adult spaces, such as like not safe for work stuff um, and aging up these characters and, and giving them adult features, making sure that they're not looking like children and like, and, and the argument that I kept getting was, well, don't create content with minors involved. No, the, the, the character that was aged up is not a minor anymore. They're in their twenties and their thirties, wherever you put them. Mm-hmm um wherever the artist has put them or the writer has put them they're not children mm-hmm. anymore and the the argument is so stupid and even and, and and people will even get hate for safe for work shit like you can't have the best of both worlds. You can't have these characters aged up and put into safe for work shit and say, "Oh, I love this. I love this fluff. I love this. This is beautiful." But then when they go and they do adult things such as sex, it's, "Oh, you're you're a fucking pedophile. You're fucking this. You're fucking no. You can't have that." And th- I kept getting that argument. I also kept getting, um. Well, you're a creep, you're a pedophile, you're this. I hope I, hate I literally you. got a comment that was like, I hate you. I hope your dog keeps you away from children. Literally got a comment on, on a video that I made with Fish that was like, I hope your dog keeps you away from children. Honestly. And I'm sitting
2: here and A lot I'm of like, those are projection and I hate to say it, but it is. Because a lot of the times, especially as messed up as it is, a lot of minors don't understand. Like the difference between like an actual pedophile, right. they've never. There right. are those who have who are going through those situations and don't realize the power imbalance that comes with a pedophile, they don't right. realize in the sense that a pedophile isn't doing fucking just drawing NSFW. Trust me, a pedophile right. does not give a damn about that. A pedophile is doing anything that they can to um harm a child in the sense that they, it's it's a, it's a messed up mind psychologically thing because in their minds it's more so for other reasons either attraction which is sick and of itself or it's right essentially a power thing which any right. CSA survivor and the SA survivor will tell you about pedophiles and other people. They do it for power. It's a power thing, because right. they know that the people they do it to can't, like for whatever reason, either a can't get out of that circumstance or b they have no one as a support.
1: Right, exactly, and, and that's not to say a prime example are, of that is, people- is, is is the whole jo- Josh Duggar situation. Oh, yeah. We're not going to go into detail with that but that 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 what you were saying a prime example of that is the whole josh duggar situation mm-hmm. um if you want to look up you know research that more get into that more you're, you're more than welcome to but continue
2: mm-hmm. and it's like while there are I, I agree there are people who do do grooming within the anime community those people are just as sick mm-hmm. they're not doing it because they like anime mm-hmm. i guarantee you They're not doing it because they like anime. They're doing it because they're using anime as a tactic.
1: Right. Exactly.
2: I guarantee you, nine
0: times out of ten, they don't
2: even care about the anime that they're watching. They're using it as a tactic to to minors. And that's where the disconnect is because they're equating NSFW artists to a pedophile. And it's like, no. Trust me, most of the time, NSFW artists are doing that art for themselves. Right. Artists in general, even the safer ones, are doing that art for themselves. They're doing it for themselves, and they just right. happen to want to share it because they are proud of it. They've made it. It's something they've right. made. It's something they've created. It's the same as if you right. like, do good in something. When you do good at something and you feel good about it, you want to share it with people. Like, oh, I did it. I did it myself. I made it myself. I got this myself. It's the same thing. Right. They're not doing it to say, oh, look at this. Or like, they're not sending it to minors like, oh, like, I can imagine you doing this with me. I can imagine you, right? I I can imagine you in this scenario with me. That's what pedophiles are doing. I can imagine you in this scenario
1: with me. Right, and exactly, and and
2: just to do like no, they're doing it as a tactic to pull minors
1: in right, exactly, and for for me personally, why I have started to dabble in not safe for work stuff is because and and draw not safe for work stuff is one i i have i I've got a good base in terms of how far i have come in my um artist journey and i have been drawing every single day and i want to try new avenues and that is creating the like continuing to progress and continuing to do anatomy stuff and and drawing anatomy and not being afraid to draw nipples and and sex because sex is a part of life mm-hmm but also at the same time like you mentioned um doing it for myself and i have not found good reader times insert whomever shit and that that stuff like i i haven't found good ones yet because if you if you if you do read that stuff you will you will definitely learn which are the who are the fucking minors who are writing this, which first and foremost they should not be writing it to begin with, and who are not, just based on how they write it. Oh, for sure. And I haven't found good ones in a long time. And the few creators that I have found, they don't post as often because they have their own lives and they're doing their own things. And so being an artist, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start creating this shit. Because I'm I I am a horny being. I'm a human being. being. horny on main horny for no reason for being. no reason. Horny yeah. on main, always. For no reason. And so I start creating this stuff for myself. And yeah, I do want to share it. Like a lot of the 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 safer stuff that I've that I create like I like you can you can literally go on my Instagram or go on my TikTok. I have shown drawings of Lucifer and I that I've drawn that th- the clothes are still on. Um but there is a drawing that I have drawn in one of my sketchbooks that I am looking around for as if I was going to show the camera but there's no camera recording that I have drawn of of adult Bakugo and I and you've seen it. Okay. And there is a drawing that I have drawn of of fucking Bakugo. Adult Bakugo. Okay. And like it, it it's not like these fucking artists are are like you said imagining these fucking minors and 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 imagining these characters um and and these these things as minors they're they're drawing them as adults and there is that huge disconnect and it's 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 disturbing and disgusting and the argument that a lot of these younger kids are using is is full of hypocrisies because these are the same kids who will um, turn around and simp for older anime characters, and then they'll turn around and say, "Well, anime is filled with older characters. Why can't you guys go simp for those characters?" That's gatekeeping at its finest. Mm-hmm. Um, because you because you are literally saying, "Well, since you're a you're an adult, all of these minor characters, which is." 95, if not 99% of anime is filled with teenagers trying to save the world from something. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even like in the slice of life
2: ones, it's like you're following
1: teenagers.
2: And it's like, at the end of the day, like I said, a lot of, especially a lot of the older ones, a lot of the older animes, people grow up. Life happens outside of the fiction, outside of the cartoons outside of the animes, and so therefore, essentially, we age those characters up, because like most of the time, those characters are comfort characters. Like, for you, Bakugo Mm -hmm. is a comfort character for you. You were introduced to Bakugo in 2017. We were both still minors in 2017. And so, Mm -hmm. you grew along with Bakugo. While Bakugo, Mm -hmm. while fictional Bakugo still stayed a student of one A, you grew. Yep. And so, therefore, in order for you to continue to relate to your comfort character, you age him up to be alongside you yeah. as the same age. Exactly. That's and... my stance on the whole like debate. And... I usually stay out of it because, like, at the end of the day, it's really dumb to me because it's like, yeah, like, mind your business. At the end of the day, unless you actually see some grooming shit, then yes speak out on it speak up yeah. speak loud always i don't give a damn right. if somebody's like oh i don't believe that fuck you i do like if someone's like right. they're, and- they're being groomed and they're being groomed until proven otherwise
1: exactly and and like i said it's the the whole argument is just filled with gatekeeping and hypocrisy and and we could go further into it. There we could, there could be a hours. whole fucking episode. We could go, hours for we could go on for hours. Um, and it's, it's just, like I said, it's just, it's annoying. And as, a, as I had mentioned earlier, it's like I'm not blocking these people because, oh, like you won the argument or they won the argument. I'm sure no, I'm blocking. So, one, one, because I can, two, it's my page. And I can do whatever it's the one, hell I want on my thing. page, except for right. And 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 three, it's like I am not allowing that shit to negatively affect me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in order to disengage, block, um, not allow comments anymore, and not allow myself to continue to see it because i don't i like i don't want to do that and a lot of these creators do that they turn off comments because it it again it's not because you if you're the opposing side um in a lot of these arguments because your opposing side is winning no it's because they're not going to let that shit affect them anymore, and also at the same time, the internet within itself can be extremely toxic, oh yeah, and extremely disturbing and it, and it can really affect there there are countless studies on this, and it can really affect how somebody sees the world and views themselves and their self esteem mm-hmm. and with people who like myself, who are trying to rebuild their self-esteem and find their self-worth and find their own voices, you have that, to get a little personal, you have that nagging um, part of your brain that is, is telling you, see, when I use my voice or when I say something or say my opinion, I instantly get this backlash. It's... um. It's uh the warning signs as as you will learn if you ever go into therapy. It's the warning signs and it's your fight or flight reacting and telling you and your mind telling you, "See, this is why we don't speak on things. This is why we don't say our opinion because our voice doesn't matter because X Y and Z." Mm-hmm. And so with with people who are trying to rebuild their self-esteem again, A good way to do that on the internet is to A, not engage, easier said than done. B, find out ways if it's in your control to not engage, if that by all means blocking people, disabling comments, not logging on, X, Y, and Z. Um, C, and then learn how to self-soothe and take care of yourself in those situations because it is a challenge for for those who are learning how to build up their self-esteem especially and it may seem arbitrary or it may i'm i may not be using that word right um correct me if i'm wrong um foreign i think would be the best word it it may seem extremely foreign to people whose self-esteem for instance like you whose self-esteem like you already know your self-worth you are your self-esteem is already high as mm-hmm. is um you know you you know what you you have the confidence you have you you are the type of person that is i've said what i've said i've met what i said i'm done arguing i'm not doing this anymore your words are not going to affect me as as much as you think it is
0: uh-huh.
1: as for someone like me who is still learning that it's it, it may seem foreign when um especially especially if you take out the whole aspect of that you are a psychologist like you know psychology it's the reason why especially I if your you are it's,
2: it's the reason why i became their admin in the first place is because they struggled yeah. with that yeah. aspect
1: especially early
0: 2020
1: mm-hmm. and, and into 2020 because um, there was a lot of shit going on and I needed I needed that extra support within that and so that's why like you said even to this day you are still my admin and you will always be my admin like there, there's no there's no like you're until until either one of us say to each other you've always said this since we since we've been friends. Until one of us says, Hey, this is not benefiting me anymore. I think we need to stop. You're always going to be my admin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you're always going to be my friend. And that that's that 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 leads me into the next I guess the next thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of like introductions. I didn't really have much of anything planned because both of us will go off topic. Fucking so things, things, it's okay if things are jumbled. <laughs> um, and that's another thing I wanted to lead into is in terms of like when you, when, when people, for our, our friendship dynamic is very much, I am your rock, you are my rock. Um, and it's very much, you have taught me how to, not care or start to not care.
0: No, um, and, I
2: and and more say it's more of a, I, like, it's more of a, okay, I can process this and move on and not have to hold on to it. right, right. Because it's, I realized and, that, like, me now realizing in my early 20s, looking at a lot of other people in their other 20s, a lot of people don't have that and a right. lot of people struggle with that. Like I tell you all the time, right. I feel like a fish out of water sometimes because how right. easily people just open up to me. And it's like and they like I've had people tell me all the time, you just have a presence where like I I have a presence and it's like I've never fully understood that until like talking to other people my age and talking to Even older people, people older than me, how it's like I've noticed people don't have that security in themselves or having that security to be like, okay, it's all right to listen. It's all right to do this and just let it go. And the sense, like, the way I, like, because, like, the way I view it, it's like, at the end of the day, if it's going to hurt me and it's going to keep hurting me, why keep it in my life? Right. And it's like, right? A lot. I've noticed a lot of people kind of just tend to hold on to it, and so like, like I said, I feel like a fish out of water when I see people, especially like on TikTok, like even on social media, people venting, and it's like I have to kind of step back a bit, because like Kendall said, I like to psychoanalyze. It's why I got into psychology. Why I love it, because I love learning how things tick and learning how especially particularly people and particularly
0: Mm
2: -hmm. why do people think the way they do why do people do the things that they do i'm an observer and well like i do talk a lot especially once you get to know me Mm -hmm. and i'm passionate about something Mm -hmm. i do sit back and i've always kind of just watched and it's like i watch Mm -hmm. and that's like what i see is very bleak half of the time and so it's like I don't want to be sad. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I've always been, I've always grown up with, life's too short to just kind of sit and do nothing. Life's too Mm -hmm. short to sit there and be sad. And while that sounds very, Mm -hmm. like, kind of, like, first like, for example, for people who have depression, like, I never judge them, because at the end of the day, their minds are wired differently. I've learned that in psychology. I can't Mm -hmm. just, like, oh, it's okay, things are going to be okay. Like, no, I have to supportive in other ways and Mm -hmm. so like in like the profession i do now it's like i get people who are upset and it's like i can't just sit there and be like oh like oh it's okay don't worry about that it's like no i have to sit and listen and it's like i don't quote unquote have to but like it's more so like listen learn from it and then try to be supportive mm-hmm. without being overly optimistic. Because I always make the joke, I don't right. trust people who are overly happy because at the end of the day, there's something below the surface that they don't want people to
1: know. Right. And and, and that's another uh, masking tool that a lot of people with a lot of mental illnesses okay. use is they try to seem overly up op- for, as you said, People who fake it till they make it. I'm the epitome of Oh, that. yeah. I fake it until and the I crazy make it. Part, like,
2: for me, I can um, always see it. I, like, it's always yeah. been, like, even before I got into psychology, I could always see who was faking it. I never, there were times where I didn't call it, obviously, because it wasn't my business. But, like, I could always see it. Right. And so, like, I always kind of gravitated right. towards that person. Like, oh, how are you doing? You know? Right. And then, like, And. it's how I kind of, like, you i have that i have an ability to get people to let their masks slip a bit and like even if
1: i like, right. don't judge and...
2: that's one that's one thing i've always grown up with i've grown up with it's not my place to judge you like as long as you're not harming yourself harming others i'm not going to judge you like you do you i've always grown up
1: right with that. exactly exactly and and that that is your strong suit. Um if in and, and in terms of our friendship, I think that is your biggest strong suit. Um is you create spaces for people to that that they feel safe in, that they feel comfortable in. And I think and I think that's one of the 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 challenges nowadays in terms of like friendships and in terms of the the friendships um that a lot of people will, will say, which I, I always use the phrase, surround yourself with people who push you to be the better version of yourself. Because when, when speaking on that phrase um, and when speaking on that in general, there are a lot of yes men in this world. There are a lot of people who do not create those spaces in which people who are hurting, who are struggling, who, who need that space to just vent um and uh, yeah we joked about it earlier but like i said it it's it's that space that needs to be created mm-hmm. it's it's knowing that yes you can have i for instance with me and you you create that space you'll go off and do something you'll you'll half lift half listen half not because you care it's not it's not that you don't care you care but Your advice, as stated, is not needed particularly in that moment because I just need that space to vent and it's vice versa. You just need that space to vent. I'm not going to stick my nose in and give you unsolicited advice unless you say something. Or unless you ask me, like, hey, like, I'm really struggling with this. I need your perspective and vice versa. Um, you create that space. And that is your strong suit. And that is why our dynamic works so well. F- fuck, fuck all the Zodiac shit. Because the Zodiac shit does, like, it, I'm not saying, like, fuck that, that doesn't work. No, it does work. There is, like, I fuck with fire signs more than anything else. I don't fuck with earth signs, especially Tauruses, because Tauruses have god complexes and I can't fucking do Hypocritical. that.
2: Hypocritical. <laughs> um,
1: Says the one with the god complex. <laughs> i Yeah, like, sure. Yeah we, yeah, we both have god complexes, sure. but I have probably the bigger one out of the two of us. But that, that's besides the point. Um, we, like, that, that's why our friend dynamic works so much. Yeah. I will admit, in the beginning of our friend our, our friendship, um, especially into 2020, um, there was a lot of putting you on a pedestal because um, I didn't know any other way and I didn't know I was doing it. It was unconscious. I was unconsciously doing it um, because it, it was, it's, it's, for 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 those who don't come I'm not going to go into like full blown like I could sit here for hours just talk about how fucking shitty my past was um but for those who 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 are just listening to listen or you don't know cuz I have talked about it on my TikTok um but I've taken those videos down because I see no benefit of those videos being up anymore um, I see no no benefit of it because it was it wasn't doing me any good to have those videos up. Um, and if I want to talk about it, I can talk about it, but I don't have to talk about it. Um, but TLDR, I had a shitty past, and because of that, um, I have been my my brain has been wired into survival mode, and it's been hardwired into doing everything I possibly can to make myself small. Because at the end of the day, I still believe, there is still that core belief that I don't matter. And that what I say doesn't matter. And that my voice, my opinion doesn't matter. And so at the be- the very beginning of our friendship, I, even though I have a shitty memory and we will... Joke about that a lot, um because it is true. I have a very shitty memory because it was my brain's way in which I was dis 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 dis- disassociating um also my brain was like, This is too much for you to handle, so we're just going to store it away, and you're not going to remember it until you decide to work on it um and so, disassociation um ways in which my brain was trying to find a way to cope in extremely traumatic situations um and and so growing up in that environment and then finding somebody who is completely and utterly healthy, I wouldn't say completely and utterly healthy because you have your own issues of yourself, but a secure mindset a secure sense of being a secure sense of who you are and your voice and your opinion and your and 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 all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and and that that personality plus my personality meshing together the first year of our friendship was awful and i will admit to that because like i said. And I oh, have yeah. admit I have admitted it to you multiple times before the pushback that- from you
2: because you yeah. were stuck in a pessimistic mindset while well, you saw me as you saw me as the overly optimistic, overly like you didn't know
0: how to deal with it.
1: Deal with it and also how to um it, it was the old saying stranger danger mm-hmm. my mind was blowing off red signals and so what i'm trying to 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 say is that the beginning of our friendship was 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 toxic it was extremely toxic because a i had no sense of boundaries b i never really as as you say um i never really talked about myself and about a lot of the struggles that i i went through because Again, it was fake it till I make it. Present myself as this persona that you will fall in love with because I'm so scared of the the, the outcome of if you see who I really am, you're just going to run away and leave. Um, it's that fear of abandonment that creeps in me at all times because... That that was what was created when I was younger. Um, because it was, if you don't act up, if you don't conform, <laughs> tough luck, tough shit, you're by yourself. Nobody likes you. You're hated. All this other stuff. And scapegoat. Like, And so, the first, like I said, the first year was very toxic. It was, A, learning about each other but also playing into the okay I don't want to be and correct me if I'm wrong cuz I'm spouting shit on your side that might be that from what I see from my perspective um it was don't want to be overbearing don't want to continue to ask don't want to continue to push it because I will admit I was a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. I was, I was a time bomb and I would go off on the simplest question of, can you talk to me more about what's going on? No, I don't want to talk to you more. I was very hot and cold. I still am, but it's not, it's gotten I wouldn't better. Say you're hot and I cold. Will- like
2: I said, you just didn't know how to deal with a person who wanted to actually listen you yeah. didn't know how to deal with someone who actually wanted to help you. Like, in and your mind, you didn't... saw it as a fleeting thing. Like, oh, eventually she's going to leave me. Like, she's just
0: doing it for now for right. whatever reason and then she's going to leave me.
1: Right. And and it was also... it di- It didn't help either that we also had another mutual between us who um very similar i wouldn't say similar past to mine but the outcome of what had happened um to them and their their brain as well too so it was it didn't help that me and this mutual and i um had a disconnect between the two of us and then you were in the middle of it um because uh, that's that's kind of what happened, and it didn't help that th- while that was progressing, I was also in a state of no complete and utter terror because it was no, I can't leave this because if I leave this, I am completely and utterly by myself. Um and completely and utterly on my own, like um the best example i guess i could i could bring up to this terror or this 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 fear um is when a domestic violence uh relationship one side wants to leave um there's what is that that statistic where it's they've tried seven times to leave and probably after I think it's I think it's either the 7th time or after the 7th time they finally get the courage to leave. There's that there's that um a, there's a study on that. I don't remember specifically where I saw it, but it was that situation. And when you when you have on my end when you have two very beautiful minded people loving caring health well healthy-minded trying to do the best that they can um and help somebody who is stuck in a situation in which they themselves don't want to leave because they're absolutely terrified of leaving and they don't know how to sustain themselves they don't know how to to be an adult because i will admit Everything was given to me on a silver platter. I didn't have to worry about anything. I had very authoritative and helicopter parents. Um it was abide by everything I say and you don't have to worry about a single thing in the world. You don't have to worry about doing your taxes. Mm. I didn't do my taxes by myself until 2020 without my mom being on the phone. You know? Um and everything was handed to me on a silver platter and so when you mix that in the mixing pot and you have that toxicity that was already brought in from one side of the family and the and the brain is firing red flags and doing everything it possibly can do to push that person away because they don't know that it's not harmful. It it creates toxic situations. So very much 2020 was a toxic year for our friendship. And it was the test of our friendship. And even and even into twenty twenty one and the first couple of months into 2022 because it it our friendship still has its its moments mm-hmm. but it it doesn't have that as often as back in 2020. Oh yeah. Um when things really started to where you really started to see through the cracks. And I always t- um, I always
2: tell Kendall things, I saw long before Kendall did with a lot of the stuff that happened. Yeah. But like I always tell Kendall Kendall is the type of person where they have to go through it themselves. And I think that's also, like, I've noticed that's a a problem with a lot of people. When you see someone that you consider a friend or you see someone that you consider yourself close to, you see them going through something, going through their struggling. You want to be that crutch. And sometimes it's like, no, you can't do that. Like... Right, like with a lot of with a lot of the stuff that Kendall was going through, I could tell Kendall the outcome, book page by page, literally how it was going to happen. But at the exactly. time, you Kendall wouldn't have listened, and I know I knew it. I knew like
1: I didn't hope that I was super stubborn too. That
2: too, but I knew Kendall. I knew <sighs> Kendall would not listen to a word of what I was saying, and it's not because. Kendall didn't value what I said it's because Kendall was stuck in a certain mindset and so when you Mm. notice like a word of advice when you notice a friend is in a certain mindset and you know how the outcome is going to be it's sometimes better to just keep silent and just be the silent support
1: right and also at the same time that doesn't that doesn't mean that you have to be silent oh, all exactly. the time. If you, if you, if you see, if you see that person, for instance, if you see that I, this, and this happened a lot. So I, I'm going to full blown say this. And when, um when shit would happen, I would say that, Oh, I'm tired of this. I'm sick of this. I'm going to change. I'm going to do this. X, Y, and Z. And then repeat the same action again. When that happens, um, especially I, I'm gonna say it from my point of view. When that happens for someone who has gone through it and I still catch myself doing it, it's it come it ultimately comes down to um the person who is continuing to do that kind of shit, you, the other side can be blunt and can say something and say, Hey, your shit, what you're doing is harmful. And you keep complaining about it over and over and over again. And that's what would start a lot of arguments between the two of us. And also between me and this other mutual. Is that That's what would start a lot of arguments because, again, in my mind, signals were flashing. This person is attacking me. This person is not agreeing with me. This person is not playing into the fantasy of life is full of rainbows and sh- sunshine and I just have to block out the negativity and you just have to follow everything I say because I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh that was the mindset that was the mindset and still is the mindset but working on changing that mindset and so pan was a voice of reason that was that i needed at the time and those friends who are unapologetically blunt and will say hey I'm sick of the, sh- the the shit that you're doing. I'm sick of the shit that you continue, because you continuously complain. You continuously play uh, the victim card, but you're not willing to change. Mm-hmm.
2: And I remember you told and- me that uh, one thing that stuck with you, what I said, I told I told Kendall, I was like, listen, you keep saying all of this stuff, but your actions aren't reflecting it. And until your actions and until your actions reflected, I don't believe you.
1: And sometimes, exactly, and I need to say
2: that to some. And like some, like word of advice, sometimes some people need to hear it. And yeah, they'll be upset with you. They will lash out. And it's up to you as that support person. Do you want to deal with it or not? If the friendship is worth it, then yes, it may seem harsh. And they may not talk to you for a few days. There were times where Kendall was so upset with when I say something or be blunt and tell.
1: I wouldn't talk to her for a week.
2: There would be where I'd go a whole week without hearing from Kendall because Kendall didn't want to hear it, but Kendall needed to hear it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that friend, they know, know, but sometimes they don't want to voice it. And then when you as that support friend Voice it. It kind of makes it hard for them to live in the illusion that they create for themselves,
0: right? Because now they're thinking right. about it, and, mm-hmm.
1: and now exactly. they have Exactly, and it. exactly, and and the the thing is, is I I specifically remember early twenty twenty. 20 was it early 20 it was either early 2020 or early 2021 where you fully said to me you keep whacking around the bush and that's getting you nowhere because i remember complaining about something that i had complained about for i don't know weeks months whatever and you straight up said you're whacking around the bush, and that's getting you nowhere and I remember I didn't talk to you for like two or three days because I was so mad uh-huh. and the the difference the the difference that we the the what we are saying is that if if this if a person in your life is is doing this is do is doing these situations in which we are explaining um And they continue to repeat the problem, you have to make the executive decision whether or not you are willing to keep that person in your, like you mentioned, keep that person in your life or to say, nope, this is, this is not benefiting me. This is not benefiting me anymore. They continue to, they say one thing and do one and they say one thing and do another thing which is ultimately what happened between this mutual and I is we were both on different journeys and separate journeys and it wasn't benefiting either one of us me I was still very stubborn and not seeing that yeah I was the problem I was a part of the problem um to contango and I played the blame game and pushed blame on this other person. And I was fully seeing it and wasn't fully seeing it. And then I started therapy shortly, shortly after shit happened between that mutual and I, what was it? Two weeks later, I was in therapy with my, my now therapist and it's been a year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so
0: what we're saying is if you have somebody in
1: your life who their actions are speaking louder than their words and you truly do not see them going to work on themselves do not keep them in your life Uh if it is not benefiting you and you just continue to see them repeat the same action. For instance. Uh, I guess the best example I could use is drugs. You know how. Where someone. Oh you know. T- hot topic. Uh, you know those two. Those two. A thousand pound sisters. Mm-hmm. Tammy and whomever. That situation. is a, Is a good. Good, good
0: example of this. If that person
1: goes to rehab, but then leaves and continues to repeat the same action again, but they're continuing to cause you harm and their actions are speaking louder than their words, then fucking leave. Because they're not going to be benefiting your life anymore. If someone truly wants to change, they have to wake up from the illusion that they are living they have to wake up from the illusion of whatever mindset and the delusion and the mindset that they were in because it is not benefiting and i think that's that's the hardest thing for somebody who is a support mm-hmm. Because that, you wanna come you wanna come in and, and, and fix everything and save and quote unquote save oh yeah. and that like person. the but biggest you thing you can't do the that. biggest
2: thing with the support is learn to not be Captain Save a hoe. There are some people that don't need a Captain Save a hoe. There are some people that just need just that strong support buddy. And like that also right. comes into play with boundaries. Setting healthy boundaries
0: Exactly.
2: Is the pinnacle for like being a support person because yes, it's okay to be the support person, but at the end of the day, you also have to recognize when it's like, okay, listen, I need to step back a little bit. And it's okay to have like to say to that friend, like, listen, like, I need to step back for a second because I just can't deal with this right now. I'm going through XYZ, or in the sense that, like, like Kendall said if it's not benefiting you to continue to be the support and you're not seeing that person you're supporting grow right because at the end of the day personal growth is everything and learning to personally grow and personally how do I put it to personally be able to regulate yourself and
1: be the better version of who you were the day before, exactly. or the year before, or years before? Exactly.
2: Because trust me, as a support person, if you see the person you're support the person you're supporting, you'll see them grow. You'll see it.
0: Mm-hmm. You'll be like, "Hmm." Two years ago, you wouldn't be like this. Three years ago, you wouldn't be like yeah. This. Mm-hmm. The you before wasn't like this, and you can see
1: it. Right. Absolutely, and and for for people who are starting on that journey, um, here here's a good word of advice too. Um, that I just I just thought of. Um, and remembering this, and and you brought up boundaries. Um, before I say that word of advice, uh, for instance, um, a good example of setting good healthy boundaries is, I after long talks with my therapist and other and somebody who had gone through the same situation I have um but different um there was some similarities I decided to talk to one of my family members whom Pan absolutely fucking hates oh,
2: don't give me started um, I can't stand her. but the boundary <laughs> I set um, was and, I told Kendall it was like in regards to that family member, do not come to me. like I will support anything right. that you do, but just I don't want to hear about that family
1: member the outcome and and the conversation and they they she even mentioned within the boundary, like you said, um that she would still support me. She even mentioned you can go and talk to your therapist about this
0: mm-hmm.
1: all you want but do not include me because you know how i feel you know where it is and that when when that happens for for somebody who is um recovering and rewiring their their brain of course the red alarms are going to fling off and it, of course it's going to be like are you abandoning me are you like that that the your inner child will come out in those situations as a support friend recognize that it's not it's not a means of like oh they're relapsing that that's not that's not it it's a means of i need to just reassure this person a little bit better well not better i just need to reassure this person again even even when the boundary is set especially with um me who I will admit I have selective hearing. Um, <laughs> start on that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, especially with somebody who has selective hearing or skims things, you know, quickly and doesn't um, read everything. It it you it may seem tedious, but don't get into that mindset of. Oh, this is so tedious. They already know. No, when that's happening for the other side, if you're the support person and you're seeing this inner child come out, it's not it, it's not tedious. The the person whose inner child is coming out, they probably still are learning how to self-soothe themselves and still learning how to um care for themselves and 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 re as as my therapist says reparent that inner child and so when that happens don't get into the mindset as i said don't get into the mindset of like huffing and puffing and rolling your eyes because that's not going to get you anywhere that's only going to make the situation worse Mm -hmm. um being able to objectively step back and saying Hey, like not pointing out to the person whose inner child is coming out because that's, again, going to, you know, just make a mental note and say their inner child is coming out. They probably skimmed it um, because, you know, when anxiety is flashing and your brain switches from your wise mind, which, okay, we're gonna, I gotta quickly explain what wise mind emotional mind and logical mind is correct me if i'm wrong um wise mind is when your logical and your emotional brain um are working together that is what we call your wise mind you are rational you're not irrational you are thinking in both sides think of it as um what when did you say like a spectrum yes yeah. So your your wise mind is directly in the middle. Everybody everybody has their own wise uh-huh. mind. Your wise mind is taking both emotion and logic and creating your wise mind. You're being very rational. You're you're thinking in both sides. On the other side of the spectrum is your emotional side. When your emotional side is happening, all logic, all reasoning, all wise mind is gone. So this is where a lot of situations in terms of when people are arguing and emotions are high, this is where a lot of people say, hey, I need to step out so I can get back into my wise mind so that we can sit down and figure this out rationally instead of creating more problems. And that's where a lot of God complexes come in, where they have to get the last word in. Mm -hmm. And that creates more problems within itself, and we can go on for hours about that, but that's besides the point. and then on the other side, you have your logical mind. You all emotion is gone, all irras- irrational thinking is gone. All it, it you're very. I wouldn't say much. necessarily
2: gone. I would say more so it's not the forefront of your decision making.
1: On the back burner. It's the back burner. Yeah.
2: Your emotions are back burner. Yep. You're more focused on okay, I need to do this, this, and this
0: fuck emotions right
1: now right um and so when that happens and they're in and their inner child is out they are fully a lot of the time fully in the emotional brain they're not there i i wouldn't say not yeah kind of not thinking right well it's more so Um, emotions are like
2: Emotion, like one thing you learn about psychology is emotions and feelings are always going to be illogical, you can't control them. There's no type of like rationalization for our feelings and our emotions,
0: and that's kind of like that mindset. Kind of just black out because they're just so overwhelmed with emotion, they commit up that. Right. It's okay. where you- we. We can- code if you guys are.
1: interested like i said we could go on for like three <laughs> hours about all of like all all of the like psychology terms and stuff but in in terms of when the inner child comes out um wh- okay so when we're talking about our inner child if if you're if you're new to what an inner child is your inner child is the best way i can describe it is it's your your playful side
2: though i would um, describe it's it your like in my opinion it would like an inner child is just like Essentially, as an adult, we always say we kind of grow up, but, like, the inner child never dies. That inner child is yeah. essentially you, and it's essentially you, but it's, like, the more basic of yourself. In a sense that...
1: Babe, you're breaking up again. I'm
0: breaking up. Okay. Sorry. Can you hear me now?
1: Okay. So, uh, the- yeah, I can hear okay. you now.
2: So, like, basically, the inner child is essentially, like...
1: No, I can't hear you again.
0: <sighs> Jesus, hold on one second.
1: Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. You good? Yeah, Okay. We're good.
2: So, essentially, the inner child, for, like, in my opinion, it's... It's necessary... It's those basic feelings that, like, as a child, you get. But, like, if those feelings aren't nurtured, it's kind of... Sh- stunts that inner child or in a sense that you kind of see like it's another observation I've personally done when like you see right. someone who goes through trauma and essentially usually majority of the time that trauma depending on when it happens stunts that inner child especially when it comes to childhood trauma
1: Exactly. And so, um. There's isn't isn't there the old thing? Uh, not the old thing in psychology, when someone goes through, like you said, childhood trauma or anything traumatic in their um, de- uh, de- developmental years, your brain stops growing. I w- I wouldn't say it stops growing. It stops. It stops at the age in which the trauma happened. So for a lot of people for me instantly it would stop at like f- at five so it's it's why some people some adults may seem like they're acting childlike when, when they're a child like very very childlike well,
2: essentially they're not they're trying to heal their inner child which is like right. most people like you see it a lot now with a lot of people our age and a lot of people who are getting into their hobbies And, like, you see, like, when somebody's really Mm. passionate about their hobbies or, like, essentially, they're like, oh, it's time to heal the inner child. They mean that in the sense that that child needs to be soothed. And so, like, one example I can give you is, like, for a lot of Black women, a lot of Black women couldn't wear, like, especially a lot of Black women my age could not wear their hair in afros or wear their hair in bobos Mm. and wear their hair naturally. Mm-hmm. And so it's why you see a lot more mm-hmm. people are gravitating towards the natural hair
0: movement. Me included. I started mm-hmm. my natural hair journey shit a few years ago. And it's like mm-hmm. learning
2: to love the hair that came out of my scalp. Because as a mm-hmm. child, I'd have to get my hair straightened. I'd have to get my hair braided and, and permed and-, and relaxed and Mm-hmm. all types of other stuff. And so mm-hmm. that's like that's exactly. an example of healing a part of my inner child where it's like doing what I didn't want, like didn't get a chance to. Like I wear I wear an afro to work every now mm-hmm. and then. Well, not even the majority mm-hmm. of the time. I either wear an afro and mm-hmm. puffs and twists. Like wearing mm-hmm. the hairstyles that I didn't get a chance to wear as a child and a lot of black women do mm-hmm. that now. It's why you see a lot of black women starting to wear beads again, starting to wear long
0: mm-hmm. braids
2: and doing locks and things. It's doing essentially what they didn't get a chance to do as
0: a child.
1: Mhm. Exactly. And and um it's it's rekindling, like you said, rekindling things as 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 people um, weren't able to do as a child for me and in, for instance um spoiler alert um i'm biracial i'm half white and half black um and growing up um I can empathize and relate a little bit to um hair because especially uh when I was growing up, I was never taught how to properly not only love my curls but how to properly take care of my curls um i was called medusa i was told to brush my hair through and when i would brush my hair and brush my curls i it would always get made fun i would always get made fun of and be told did you brush it with a spoon um and it's learning how to to love that again so I have started my own hair journey on top of dyeing my hair different colors so um for for instance like if if you if if you were denied being able to dye your hair and now you're older and you've always wanted to dye your hair, that is a small way of uh soothing that inner child. Soothing, soothing that inner child, and so um, when uh, when that happens, when when that when and that's why a lot of um, kids who come from very low income families that you'll see, like for instance, that you'll see with uh, with anime or with K-pop, um, and they come from very low income families, and they start to make their own money and they start to have adult money it that 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 running joke of i have adult money now i can buy whatever i want to buy that's soothing your inner child and so like like we had mentioned earlier in terms of when the inner child comes out when the supporter is setting boundaries for somebody who is relearning and rewiring their brains um like i said don't huff and puff don't roll your eyes that inner child is coming out um and they need they 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 are in their emotional brain they are not in a, a logical they're not in their mind they're not in their wise mind they are they are panicking they are freaking out they and they might not read every single like for instance if you text them they might not read every single thing that you said in the boundary. So reinstating that 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 hey I'm still here. I'm still going to be here because when that happens, um, essentially it's an attachment like I style. said.
2: Like you'll learn about that in psychology yeah. too attachment style. That inner child comes out because it was never in a secure attachment style. And so as the support exactly. friend and- usually either a Like, for example, with myself, I grew up in a very secure environment. It's why, essentially, like, Kendall said before, like, I'm more of that person where I'm I'm sure of myself. Because I've always grown up validated. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. but then again, not everybody grows up like I do. And I've realized that now a lot, not a lot of people have grown up like I do. But, like, if you...
1: Right, which is why you, you had mentioned earlier that you feel like a fish out of water.
2: Mm-hmm. And then, like, you don't necessarily have to be secure, but at the same time, if you've worked on yourself, if you're working on yourself, and if you know, like, okay, I feel secure in myself and how I am as the support friend, the, they're going to look for that support. The inner child is looking for that right. support that they didn't get at the
1: age. Right. Right, exactly. So that's usually what happens um,
2: when they, like, when they're looking, when they don't seem like they're listening or don't seem like they're they're hearing or it seems like they're reaching out or it seems like they're starting to be very kind of, in a sense, quote-unquote, clingy language, like being clingy. They're not being essentially clingy towards you. It's essentially, Mm -hmm. oh, no, this person's leaving me. I'm panicking. And just a simple... I'm still here. This is just the boundary I'm setting,
0: and then reiterating that boundary.
1: Right, right, exactly. And 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 this this is a very I, I wouldn't say that this is this 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 goes case by oh, case. Oh, for sure, because, this is not
2: just like the general um,
1: end all. Yeah, this is right, right. This is right. This is not a blanket. This is this is case by case, because there are people who who have BPD, mm-hmm. which BPD, if if you don't know what it is, it's it's called borderline personality disorder. And one of one of those, uh, in order to have borderline personality, one of the key factors is um the fear of abandonment. But with with people with BPD, and their favorite person. We're not going to go into whole details about that. Um, we can do that in a psychology episode. But um, TLDR, with BPD and their fear of abandonment, they can um, go it, go straight into their emotional brain instantly into the emotional brain because it's it's signaling. The, their, their brain is, is, is signaling this person's going to leave me. I have to do everything in my power to make sure that this person stays. And so they will say things and do things, self-harm thing, like things that put themselves in danger. So that person leaves because of that fear of abandonment that is, that is ringing in their, in their minds. Um, and so when that, when that happens and that opens up a whole different, like, worm a uh, can full of worms. When that happens, um that is when a lot of toxicity can begin. Mm-hmm. Um and so like we said, if it's not benefiting you and you see that it's not benefiting it's you, okay you have away. to make yes, it's okay to step away and yeah, it's gonna hurt like hell. And yeah, you're going to be sitting there and blaming yourself, especially if somebody Um, and, and this goes for people who, who have BPD or, or you're, or you're dealing with someone who has BPD or you're, or you're dealing with a fricking manipulator who is saying this kind of stuff and, and don't, and don't think that people who have BPD are manipulators because that, that, that's another, that's a, that's a whole nother gray area that is a hot topic, but people who have BPD aren't manipulators. They aren't. Um. And manipulators—the difference between people who have BPD and manipulators is the fact that manipulators are doing this and saying this and saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna jump off a bridge if you break up with me." They're doing that because they know that they've got you twisted around their fucking finger. People who have BPD who say that they—they say like, "Oh, you're you're thinking of leaving me? You're abandoned." Like their favorite person is saying, "Oh." you're leaving me you're go- you're going to abandon me it's it's red f- it's it's uh it's their their mind is flashing and they're 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 panicking and the only way in which they they know how to and and trust me i i've done a lot of research so i may be talking out of my ass i may be getting things wrong do not take this as fact um you can more than welcome like correct me in comments correct me like you know like further explain so that people who 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 do struggle with this this and they they want to figure out avenues and stuff like that they can have a that community to go to and talk to and be like hey how can i not do this so x y and z happens but anyways um to kind of make myself clear with with people with BT- BPD as i mentioned um that that separation, not separation anxiety, um, fear of abandonment is flashing. And they will go to long, long extents to to calm that fear of abandonment, to calm that panic. People who manipulate, they just do that. They just say that because they don't have that sense of like, Oh, you're 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 leaving me because and and you're causing me a lot of distress, um, and no, they're they're doing that because again, it's a power thing. Like we had mentioned in our earlier topic um, with pedophiles, it's a power thing. It's a power dynamic. They have to have somebody to manipulate somebody to because they because they have that sick sense of power and that sixth sense of oh if i say this and i say i'm gonna fucking jump off a bridge and then they know that that person's gonna come running toward them they're taking but they're people who have bpd are not taking advantage of you when they're saying stuff like that Mm -hmm. they're not that's that's the biggest difference they're not taking advantage of you like manipulators are and also people who Whose inner child is coming out, and they're, they're not, when that happens, they're not taking advantage of you. So, people who grew up with a secure attachment style, um, when they meet somebody who didn't, and their attachment style is anxious or, you know, all of the attachment styles that we can get into later, they're not doing it to take advantage of you. They need that reassurance. And also a word of advice too, um, as I was going to bring up earlier, there's this wonderful creator on TikTok who openly talks about having narcissistic personality disorder, NPD. And how it is a lifelong journey for him to be in therapy. Because if he were to quit therapy, he would fall back into the same routine of, of 37, I think he said 37 years of having MPD and then um, four years of being into therapy. So when you start your journey of growth, of change, Don't think that you're gonna get fixed within a year. And it's the same thing with BPT. It's the same thing with any mental illnesses. You have so many years of playing the role that you have been playing. And when you start therapy and you start that work, you're going to continue to play the role, but you're going to start to get the tools in which you need to get. And your therapist Is not a fix-all. Your pills are not a fix-all. You're not... I'm saying this most on a daily basis. You're not going to wake up and everything's going to change. You have to put the work into it to, to have a better tomorrow. You have to put the work into it to rewire your brain. And yeah, it fucking sucks. That's why um a good analogy to this is language our brains at a young age when we're when we're introduced into this world our brains are like sponges we soak everything up and so when you are surrounded by a language say english and spanish mm-hmm. that's how people become bilingual is because their brains when they're when they're younger are, it easily pick up on that which is very which is why it's very hard when you're an adult to learn a second language because your brain has stopped developing to a point where you can quickly learn that language, which is why it takes years for people to master it, especially if they don't have the funds to fully immerse themselves into the language. So when you are growing and healing That's why the phrase surround yourself with people who push you to be a better version of yourself comes in handy because the people that you surround yourself is a reflection of yourself. It's a reflection of your beliefs. It's a reflection of who you are and the attitudes and everything, which is why a lot of people surround themselves with people who have different political standings different belief systems, different X, Y, and Z, because you're growing. And those people can change you for the better. That's why you see a lot of frat men hang around with frat men because they're they're similar in every way, but also they're fucking yes men. That's why you see a lot of misogynist fucking douchebags surround themselves with misogynistic belief systems and douchebags. It's why you see... I hate to bring politics into this. It's why you fucking see Trump supporters surrounding themselves with Trump supporters. Because they don't want to step out of their comfort zone and have their belief system challenged. It's why your algorithm on any social media is the same thing. And it's because it fits your belief system. So when you you bring somebody... Into your circle. If you don't have a secure attachment style. When you bring them into your secure. Your, 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 your system. In your circle. It's why the first year. And couple of years. Is fucking hard. Because both sides. Are learning how to. I wouldn't say. Deal with each other. But they're learning how to live with each other. And why it is so hard for people who start dating somebody who doesn't have a secure attachment style um, to stay in that relationship for, forever. Because when you bring love into the aspect, especially with friendships, when you bring love into the aspect, mm-hmm. your first initial response is to love them. And to want to protect them and to fix everything, and that's why it gets so hard and so complicated and so messy, because your first instinct is to protect. And so, like Cece mentioned earlier, you have to set clear boundaries. You have to say, "Hey, don't, don't, don't talk." About this with me, don't bring me into this. It's not because I'm going to leave you. It's because I know myself and I know that if this continued to happen or this topic continued to get brought up, or for instance, with a family member, if you continue to talk to me about how you opened X, Y, and Z with this family member and you know how I feel about it, we're going to have arguments. That's basically what the boundary is. It's, 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 setting up boundaries healthy boundaries it's not saying fuck you i'm walking away no it's saying like this in order for us to continue to have a healthy friendship or a healthy relationship this is things that i will not do and this is things that i will not tolerate and so in terms of our friendship like i said the first year was fucking hell it was hell um
0: because We were
1: trying to figure out basically how to love each other and how to support one another. And things got toxic. For sure. Things got messy. For
0: sure. And in order for
1: the relationship to work out, both sides had to put work in. And I know for damn sure, pan to this day still doesn't like being extremely blunt with me. it still still doesn't uh, like because she knows that, yeah, my feelings will get hurt, but it needed to be said, and at the end of the day, yeah, I need that space to be mad to 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 be angry but also coming back and talking about it rationally and saying, "Yeah, you were right." And letting that pride and that ego be pushed down to be like, "Yeah, you were right. You were right." And I I didn't see it, and now I see it. And so our my my word of advice for people as I I mentioned earlier, it takes time. It is messy. It is hard. There are days where you are going to cry your eyes out and cry so much and not know why you're crying and not know why shit happens. There are days where you're going to fall into the same old patterns. But recognizing that Tomorrow is a new day, as as BTS said in 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 one of their songs. That's literally t- titled Zero O'clock." That clock is going to hit midnight, a new brand new day to start something new, to start something fresh. Yeah, you're going to you're going to struggle. Shit's going to hit the fan for sure. Exactly, but you have to recognize that you're not going to stay your mind in the moment your mind is going to think that you're going to stay like that for the rest of your fucking life especially when you have all or nothing thinking or black and white thinking you're going to stay in that
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and and you think that you're going to stay in that no there are gray areas and there, there's always going to be gray areas. Mm-hmm. Everything's not white and black. There's gray. Yeah. And so learning that it takes one step at a time, baby steps, and not taking everything on at once because then you'll get overwhelmed and then you'll want to quit and then you'll fall into the same routine. It's okay to mess up. Give yourself grace. Learn how to forgive. and and before you before like you get upset and, and and for any listeners being like, "Well, I don't have to forgive." No. You don't have to forgive somebody, but forgive them for yourself. Because holding on to that grudge is not going to benefit you in the long run. Um holding on to that resentment is not going to benefit you in the long run. So learning how to forgive not just not Just for yourself. And you can literally. When you are sitting down with somebody. Who has hurt you. So fucking bad. You can literally say to them. I'm forgiving you. Not to boost your ego. Not to. Not to. Think that you won. I'm forgiving you. So that I can move on. So that I can be happy. Because I'm forgiving you for myself, not for your benefit. I'm forgiving you for my benefit because whatever the fuck happened, happened. But I am learning how to move forward. And in order for me to move forward, I am forgiving you for me. And that may seem selfish. And to somebody who,
0: for instance, the supporter, um may look at it like that's fucking
1: bullshit you should have never done that learn that that person probably did it for their own benefit and you don't have to agree with the choices that they make in the end i've said this to you when and i know you've heard it when i opened the line of communication with that family member you the the supporter and the friend who's going through something And the person who's going through something. They don't have to agree on every little thing. If that fucking happened. If Cece agreed with every little fucking thing I did. She would be a yes man. And I would be the same person I was. Two years ago. (laughs) I would. I would be the same person I was two years ago. We don't have to agree on every little fucking thing. And. That's the beauty of. This type of friendship. is, Is. Learning that. The support system that you have is beautiful and wonderful and great and uh, yeah they are going to reassure you at time and at, at, at times that they need that, that they need that little bit of reassurance and that they're going to be around but at the end of the day you have the choice whether or not to say hey this is not benefiting me anymore i think i think i'm going to step away um and the same thing can be with anything that's that's in your life especially with therapy but also remember that when you are learning how to reparent your child your inner child and reparent yourself and get the things that you gained from your family that, that you didn't gain from your family, I should say, excuse me, um, that it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. And life is a journey that we all go through, and we all learn new things, and we're all learning how to be functional human beings in this society. But that five, ten years from now, you're not going to be the same person that you are today. And that actively choosing to be the better version of yourself is not putting you on a higher pedestal than people who aren't. You're just doing this because you've learned that it who you were 5, 10 years ago not benefiting you anymore. These these things that you grew up with is not benefiting you anymore and you want to be able to be better and you want to be able to treat people better because it's not it's not fun
0: it it's not fun always
1: constantly being in toxic situations it's not healthy it's not amazing it's not, it's not, it's, it's shit. And, and, and looking at it objectively and, 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 and looking at it and saying, you know what, I'm not going to allow myself to go through that again. How do I get out of it? Take the steps that you need to take. Start reading self health help journeys, uh, books, journal. Um draw if you're artistic um write uh stories um go for a walk uh but like i said don't take everything on at once because you will get overwhelmed um and that's just i guess my word of advice for for people who are kind of who who fall into the same boat as I do, and they don't know where to start, um, and 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 also know that therapy is a privilege because therapy is expensive. It is very expensive, um, and if you are a teenager still
0: living in a toxic situation. The the only thing that I can say is find a support system that
1: will support you if things go south and you need somewhere to stay or you need that person to listen to you. Because at the end of the day, you will make it out and you will be able to Live your life the way in which you want to and be able to finally block people and and live a life that serves you in, in a positive light. But know that it takes time and that quitting therapy very early on, um, you can fall back into the same routine um, if you have not built up the support system in which you needed. Um, and it's, and, 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 therapy and finding the right therapist is going to be hard, but it's going to be a journey that you will, um, thank yourself later for. So before I continue to go on a tangent, um, I'll let you finish with whatever word of advice that you want to give in terms of the support friend. Because I, I think I talked
0: a lot. <laughs> you alive? You up? Remember, y'all, she um, has narcolepsy, so she will fall asleep. Um, Cece. Yeah, she probably fell asleep. Um,
1: Which is fine. <laughs> Um, so, because we, we're, we're, we're recording this, um, 11 o'clock, uh, her time, uh, midnight, my time, um, and her narcolepsy probably kicked in, um, fun fact, uh, she says that I have a very soothing voice, and, and if she's not distracting herself, Um, she will fall asleep. So, uh, to end this podcast,
0: um, it's now just me, um,
1: know that you are doing an okay job, whether that be you are a support friend or you are the friend who is going through some shit, you're doing okay. It is okay to be selfish and relearn terms that have an, a negative connotation in today's society.
0: Um, and
1: to always take care of yourself at the end of the day, because you are in control of your happiness
0: you are in control of your life and that's really all I have to say um you still live I don't hear any I think you're breaking up you still there I don't hear anything, babe. I see your thing moving, but I don't hear you
1: Anyways, thank you for joining into the first episode of Guess Who is diagnosed an Undiagnosed ADHD edition. I have been your host, Kendall, and my co-host
0: Pan. Until next time,
1: I hope you guys have a lovely day, or lovely night, and, uh, check us out on all of our socials, um, and yeah, I don't know when the next episode will be posted, but,
0: uh, deuces!